Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. There are thousands of amazing self-help books out there, but what happens when you're struggling at the moment and need help now? Well, my new book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook, is your new go-to self-help book. I wrote it specifically for when you don't know how to overcome a challenge. Each chapter gives you a framework on how to tackle your situation. I help you focus on what already works for you. Your situation today may be different, but the emotions you're currently feeling, you felt them before, and you did something that helped you. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. This book is specifically written to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Purchase your book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. Once again, purchase Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. My guest today is Dr. Brian Smith, founder and senior managing partner of IA Business Advisors, a management consulting firm that has worked with more than 19,000 CEOs, entrepreneurs, managers, and employees. In today's episode, we talk about his book that he co-authored with his daughter, Mary Griffin, Positive Influence, Be the I in Team, which shares how to become our best selves with everyone we influence. Welcome to Lifeology. Thanks, James. I am looking forward to this. I was reading your background and you got to write the book with your daughter. How was that as a co-author? It was uh, amazing, you know, yeah. uh, the ability to work with your children in uh-huh. such a powerful context has just been a really good journey for both of them. Yeah, it's interesting because you have the, the different roles as well as a father-daughter, and then you have the, the collegial aspect too. So I'm, obviously you guys navigated it really well, but you know, I'm sure there are times, there's a couple of couple times she's like, oh, dad, and you're like, oh, you know, but I'm glad you're able to do that as well. Now, did you always know that this was the industry or the kind of the focus that you wanted to have in your company or in you as a, as a professional? No, it's been an evolution of our body of work in people process and technology mm-hmm. uh, advisory services that we've done for 27 years. And it's just been a byproduct of understanding of humans through those projects and through those interactions that actually brought this together. When did you first realize about the concept of everyone influences everybody? Because we, we know about it in theory, but what was, was there a specific event that happened? Like, oh, wow, I really need to focus on this. You know, it, it started back um, in the late 90s when mm-hmm. we were seeing all of this, the disruption that was coming from the implementation of technology into our lives and how our influence was being siloed and individualized and supported by technology linking us. And I think that's when I started writing in my journals about those experiences of disruption that were being caused. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Now the influence component, you know, it, everybody, it, it, everyone who's listening now or watching this right now, there's, there's different levels. Some people are really in the C-suite when it comes to their, their business. Some people um, may, may not be in the corporate world. How do you really define influence? So it kind of translates to everyone watching and listening today. Yeah, so our definition of influence is that every human matters, regardless mm-hmm. of what you do or where you at. You have influence, and that influence actually began before we were born. The moment our parents found out 
that they that we were going to be born we began influencing as a human we changed lives by the announcement or the understanding that we were going to be born and that never changes we are constantly influencing as humans which makes it it we feel our biggest responsibility as humans whatever your area of influence is that's a huge responsibility that you have and we try to get people to understand that influence and make mm-hmm. it as pos- positive as they can now some people are, are aware of their influence you know for example right now i'm, I'm quote influencing people as they're listening to me listening to us right now uh but there oftentimes we don't realize it like i can be maybe in the grocery store and there may, i may be influencing something i don't know but is there something that is there a difference between a, a conscious influence and an unconscious influence Sure. I think it's similar to, uh, you know, subconscious and unconscious biases. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't know why we do things or why we feel the way we do. And they come from the different experiences that we have. It's kind of like the ripples uh, in a lake when you throw a pebble. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't know where those ripples end up. Um, You don't know if you smile with somebody uh, passing in a grocery store, you could change Mm -hmm. their life. They could have been in a very dark place. And that smile is enough to pivot them into a positive place that gets them headed in the right direction. Sometimes we never know where our influence is going to end up. That's why it's so important to be responsible for it. Yeah. I I think that's a great point. I I have heard many stories about people who are in in a dark place and have seen someone smile or just walk up and say, Hey, have a great day. Just really acknowledge them. And it does has such a powerful influence on them. Yes. I want to transition to your book, Be the I in Team. I believe that's actually part of a series. It is. The I in Team series um, is our book series. And uh, uh, our first book was uh, Individual Influence, Find the I in Team. And it laid the mm. foundation of understanding who you are and what influenced you to be that person in that moment, which changes with every moment. And what to do with that understanding is what positive influence be the IM team. Oh, I see. Okay. And our third book, which we're writing now, actually I'm headed to uh, Colorado this weekend to finish the third book, which will be responsible influence, build the IM team. It's how to build that responsibility around Mm -hmm. you in whatever area of influence. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. Now this book though, is it, um, is it more of a workbook? Is what business book? I mean, what, what kind of genre would you, would you place it in? Yeah. You know, I don't really, prefer the word self-help or self-improvement, but that's actually where it falls. Um, It can be used to help build teams. It can be Mm -hmm. used by individuals. And for us, individuals means two things. Us alone, when we act alone, we are individual. However, when we're together, like you and I are right here, we are individual together, influencing Mm -hmm. a larger body of people. Mm -hmm. So uh, regardless of if you're by yourself or if you're with your team, one to many. Yeah. Um, we talk about how to how to capture that influence, manage that influence, and make it positive in whatever area of influence you find. And the book guides you through how to do oh, that good. with the challenges that come. Oh, perfect. Okay. You know, I was thinking about this as well when I was reading. You have some questions here that I'll, I'll probably be reading as well. So if my viewers and listeners see or my viewers see me, and that's I'm going to read some questions that he has me ask. Uh, but I was thinking more about this. It, when, there's a whole aspect of um, we become the the embodiment of all the people who have influenced us, all the situations that have influenced us. Do you walk us through how to separate between one influence to make sure that we're now in a healthier place of how we influence other people as well? Yeah, well, the way that we talked about this in our first book was 
creating timelines of areas of influence that we know made us pivot and mm. walking ourselves through that timeline to the decision point when we might have pivoted to a new area of influence or a new action of influence or behavior of influence. And while that takes time, it falls right into our chapter about slowing down and understanding yourself, understanding yeah. what your makeup is and what you're doing with it and challenging yourself to be honest with yourself um, and accountable to whatever behaviors and actions you've chosen. And if you identify through those timeline developments, behaviors or actions that, that are counter to positivity, think about how you mm. can improve that and change that, which again is a new pivot for you. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get to this in a minute, but how, how do you specific, so for example, I have two more shows after you and I have a few more meetings. We're all busy, but so how, so I know my next couple of shows, I need to obviously do what I'm doing here, uh, but I also may be influencing people as well. Do, how, do you have ways in which you have people specifically say, check in with themselves to say, you know, for example, James, be mindful of the influence you're about to create right now. Do you have ways in which they're able to really create, create actionable um, items, if you will, to be really be specific with their ability to influence others? Yeah, I think we should. Um, we like to think in terms of smart. I don't know if you're familiar with the smart, like a smart goal, goal setting. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we turn that into smart tactics or smart actions. Okay. So um, if you're thinking about going into a show, you know, think about what your what your smart goals might be for that show, mm -hmm. not just the number of people or yeah. uh, the type of people. But if you can break it down into that um, and then think about the questions you ask, what what is my mm -hmm. end result? You asked me earlier, you know, what do you want out of this this time with me, Brian? And so my answers and in, in, in the way my my cadence. And what my mission is, is consistent to what that mission is. And if we mm. think that way in our interactions, I prepare for meetings that way. I prepare for my interactions with my clients that way. And, yeah. and asking questions and listening to learn and then being thoughtful about responses, slowing down. But yes, mm -hmm. specific, uh, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely comes into my thought process and we go through an yeah. exercise on how to incorporate that in your life on a, on a regular basis. Mm, that's perfect. And that's, you said that's part of this book as well. It is. There's a whole chapter about Excellent. smart and how to incorporate smart tactics and smart communication into your life. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's very intentional. I think it's really important to have that intentionality. Now, are there specific qualities that lend themselves to channeling positive influence? Like a specific things like, Oh, let me really be, qualities that I can demonstrate? Well, I think, you know, belief in self and coming to terms, reconciling um, who you are and what your area of influence is. The hardest part mm -hmm. for some people is accepting the fact that you're important, regardless of who you mm -hmm. are and what you're doing. You're important. Yeah. Within your area of influence, you're important to somebody. Start there. That's a yeah. very positive, intentional thought. And it feeds more positive intentional thought. And when you find yourself moving towards negativity, try to get yourself recentered to that positive aspect. You know, how can I make lemonade out of lemons? And lemons come in different shapes, sizes, and in doses. But with that positive mentality and foundation, I think that you are on the path of being a positive influence in whatever area of influence you find yourself. 
Yeah, you know, this makes me think of just the concept of lifeology. So for, lifeology was actually a literary term, which was created to be the study of life. And so I loved it so much, I, <laughs> I um, trademarked it. And so for me, I really exceptionalized this in the way of creating a platform of, we all have value, we all have a story to tell. And so we all have lessons to learn and lessons to teach. So for me, I can look at someone and be like, oh my God, I would love to be like that person. What do they do? And let me see how I can emulate that, which would be more specific for how I am. And then, you know, some people can see me and be like, oh, I don't really like what James just did. So I'm going to avoid that. And so it creates a platform where we can all look around and say, we all have value. We all have lessons to learn, lessons to teach. And so just like you're saying here, we all have something to offer. And I think it's really important because sometimes people see us, you know, on camera and things like this, and they think, oh, well, they have it all together. And, but they don't see on the other side or the, the steps that it took to get to certain ways. And so to know that we're all the same, we all have pitfalls, we all have joys you all have pain but all that is just something important we're all very similar in that respect yeah i would agree and that we continue to have those things that challenge us mm -hmm. you and i both even through the evolution of what we do we are constantly challenged to stay uh positive and stay in front of the differences and by the way the influences yeah. that that are new to us each and every day as we talk to guests or talk to clients or talk to people in our lives. It, it's a it's a reoccurring evolutionary process for us, even though it might appear that we're at the top of that game, if you will. Mm -hmm. But I'm Certainly. still challenged every day, and I still have to think about what we do intentionally uh, every day. Mm -hmm. And I like that that the like I said before the the intentionality of things because without that. We just continue to repeat the same patterns and behaviors over and over again and be like, why am I not growing? Why do I keep being in the same spot? How am I here again? And so I think that's what's really important with, with your message and what you teach is be intentional. Am I doing what's healthiest for me right now? Just because I can do something doesn't mean I should do something. And so having that awareness of what that looks like allows for a person to respond in a very um, thoughtful, proactive way as opposed to a reactive way. Yeah, that timeline exercise I shared earlier oftentimes creates what we call a cloverleaf. So you found mm. your timeline and you end up in the back in the same spot. And then you try something different and you end up in the same spot. Mm. And you do it again and you end up in the same spot. That exercise helps to identify what's moving me back into the same spot, making the same mistakes every time. And when you do those timelines and actually look at them, you can help self-identify decisions, behaviors, influences that brought you back to where you didn't want to be. And mm. it's really a powerful tool that I think helps people um, in our area of work. When it goes back to timelines, uh, is that do you focus on one specific event and then seeing how that happened, like maybe event from years ago and then how what happened with what happened beyond that? And is that what you mean? Or is it one specific? Is it more of a theme of work like education or uh, vocation? How does that work? You know, you know, it's all of the above. Um, you can break down, if you think of, I think in project terms, James, because okay. we manage projects, we look mm -hmm. at things that way. So you can break that down into whatever area of influence is affecting you and look at the decision process that got you to where you are. And sometimes that yeah. is a 10 minute process. And sometimes it can be for me in the early uh evolutions was uh you know years years mm -hmm. of influence got me to where i was years mm -hmm. of influence took me to a pivot point but as we get and become more professional and more intentional about it you can apply it to wow what happened yesterday and how did i get derailed 
let yeah. me walk back yeah. through how that that situation started and you might create you know a one-hour timeline that gets you through the process and you're like mm. right there is when i made that decision and decided to go in the wrong direction or the right direction. I think that'd be really healthy for individuals as well who have who have um, addictive personalities or struggle with some form of addiction too. Because we know addiction doesn't necessarily happen in the moment when someone engages on the behavior. I think it starts in their mind and their thinking of what they start to allow something to creep into their mind. And then they allow that to germinate a little bit more in their thoughts. And then pretty soon they have some actions they do and then they engage in the behavior. So that may be something I, I really appreciate you saying that. Maybe something I have some people I work with as well and maybe flesh that out, push that out to uh, my people as well. Obviously, give you credit for it. But I want to transition into this, though. There's, um, nowadays, there's so many influencers, you know, Instagram influencers, social media influencers. It's, um, <laughs> and, and everyone, you know, a lot of the younger people, and, and I guess older people, want to be an influencer. What, what are your thoughts about that? Now, obviously, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be an influencer. But what's your thoughts about the concept of influencing, and what's the same, what's different from your methodology? Yeah, so... It's a little frustrating that now you, your job can be influencer and you wonder what does that mean uh, oftentimes. And you can, you know, as you say, you can create a TikTok video and become an influencer almost immediately and have a voice. Sometimes a voice in things you shouldn't have a voice in. I think that's part of our message is that your influence is a huge responsibility. Slow down and think about what your influence means and what you're really trying to do with it. If, if you're trying to entertain people on TikTok and just be an entertainer, own that. Yeah. Don't try to venture outside of it and use your ability to influence in ways that are irresponsible, where you really mm -hmm. aren't going to understand what the ripple effects are downline sure. later. We have a lot of influencers who, because of their popularity, influence because of that popularity and areas of influence that they mm. probably aren't really qualified for. And yeah. then on the flip side to that, those of us that are being influenced by them, slow down and think more thoughtfully about why you're allowing people like that to influence you outside of what their obvious area of, of influence really mm. is. Yeah, and that's a good point. Challenge, challenge that. Yeah, that's that's. I think it's great advice. I know for me, uh, when it comes to my show, it's as you know, it's, it's a very large show, but I don't. Um, I'm very careful because there's my my show is very inclusive, and so there are many hot topics I don't bring in. I don't bring in politics. I don't bring in all these different things. Those have their time and place, but that's not the time and place for my show. And so to allow for everyone, then all different walks of life, from the most influence influential to the most uh, you know whatever that may look like. But it, for me, it creates an environment where people can just be and exist and live in harmony and be able to talk about things like this without allowing the divisiveness or um, difference of opinions cloud that. So I, that's one thing I really try to be mindful of. And, and I hope I do well with that. But I really appreciate you saying that, too, because it is an important thing because I do have influence. You have influence. Everyone has influence. But and I want to make sure that I can stick within the parameters of the scope of what my show is about. Yeah, and I want to be clear. I'm not saying that these influencers don't have a right to have an opinion about topics. Oh, of course, of course. But just be responsible about, contextually responsible about yeah. how you convey that uh, that opinion, and that sometimes it's just an opinion; it's not a fact. Um, yeah, it's and, true. You know, and as the receiver of that influence, understanding that also is our responsibility. We have that same responsibility as the receiver of that information. Mm -hmm. um, so I think people should slow down and just put things in context sometimes. Yeah. 
For those of you just joining us, I'm speaking with Dr. Brian Smith, and we're talking about his book, Positive Influence, Be the I in Team. Going back to the whole aspect of more of the corporate world or just more of a team cohesiveness, how do you allow you as an influencer in your team to create a cohesive environment where everyone's pretty much on the same page? Yeah, so uh, we have a very flat hierarchy, James. Uh, hmm. uh, within our area of influence, we own 42 companies. Uh, yeah. and IA is like the the umbrella over those. We provide management services, but those companies, in and of themselves, do different things: construction, gotcha. uh, professional services. Very flat. Uh, we we give authority to the people who require it. For example, I was in the warehouse a couple of weeks ago, listening to somebody talk about how they're not the boss and you're not my boss and. I had to turn to the warehouse manager and say, you know, when I'm in your area of influence, when I'm out here in the warehouse, you're the boss. Now, I don't like the word boss. I, yeah. I think it has a somewhat bad connotation, mm-hmm. but you have an area of responsibility to manage this warehouse, which means me, it's not my area of work. I defer to yeah. you for what's right, what's wrong, where I can stand, what I can do, what the rules are. Your area of responsibility is to make sure I follow those rules. And I defer to you. We treat every position that way. We defer to their authority within their area of influence. I don't just say, well, you're going to listen to me because I own the company Mm. or I'm the boss. And we teach that in our work through smart communication, smart management, and understanding what smart means in the context of influence. Yeah. Well, not only that, but I think it, it teaches that other people have just as much value as you do. Because as we know, um, a company organization is only as strong as the people who, who feel that they're engaged or a part of it. So you're really instilling that, that their value is just as important and that they have just as much say, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, to make sure that all areas of their life, specifically either in their niche, whatever they do, that they have a voice to be able to say, yes, this is how I can be most effective in this by you allowing them to, to be able to create their voice or find their voice. Yeah, we have to back that up with action so that when they make decisions, mm-hmm. right or wrong, we use those decisions as uh, opportunities to teach and learn from in a very positive way. We don't take that authority away because a mistake was made. We use that mistake as an opportunity to move us forward, not to discipline or to make it a sure. negative. So we yeah. give that authority and we we let them keep that authority. How do you hold people accountable to situations like that? Uh, we make them right their wrongs. We make them mm. uh, accept responsibility. And if they don't and they continue to try to deflect, uh, we take them. Actually, it looks a lot like that clover leaf. We take them right back to the start of the problem and say, mm. try again. You know, justification uh, isn't the way we're going to go. You're going to own this to the point where. You don't own it anymore. And we'll walk through that exercise until they actually get it. And that repetitive, consistent uh, behavior settles mm-hmm. well in our organization. And, and I'll say that yeah. we have a very good employee organization of the thousand. We have a thousand employees across those companies. We have very, wow. very low turnover. So mm, I'm really proud of our team and how they perform together. Yeah. And, and the fact that you're able to do that with, it sounds like with compassion, because I'm sure a lot of people are like, I don't want to have to do this, you know, but the fact that you're able to do it when you don't have, you have a really low turnover rate, meaning you know, a lot of people stay in your company, that, that means that you 
your compassion level of how you interact with them, it sounds like it's very consistent and very loving and gentle. Yeah. I, you know, James, I think that's probably the biggest thing. We care about everybody uh, mm. in our organization. It's like a big family, and we try to treat everybody just like that. Yeah. We still have rules and everything else, but at the end of the day, uh, we, we care very much for our team. I can tell that. Well, unfortunately, our time is up. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. We literally flew through this. I told you in the pre-call, we'd fly through this. <laughs> so Dr. Brian Smith, if my viewers and listeners want to find out more information about you and to purchase your book, Positive Influence, Be the I in Team, where will they find all this information online? They could visit us at iabusinessadvisors.com. There's a publications page or go to Amazon and do Positive Influence, Be the I in Team, and you'll find our book there. Awesome. My viewers and listeners also know that if you can't find this information any other place, simply go to the show notes at jamesmillerlifeology.com and I'll connect you with Dr. Brian Smith and his book, Positive Influence, Be the I in Team. Thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. Thank you, James. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.